Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Kaskowski. Thank you for turning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday morning. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. So today, I'm really excited about my guest. As you know, if you've been following me for a while, I um, really have the opportunity to talk to some pretty amazing people um, in the on the show. And I do that for a couple of reasons. One is, is that I always want you to have access to not just amazing people and their wealth of information and their story but to always be giving you a different perspective about what else could be possible for you and how you look after yourself. And today, my guest today is one of my very favorite people. She has been a client of mine for a long time. She is a student in my Innovate Academy program. She's been on retreat with me. She is the real deal. Today, I'm talking to Ingrid Sanger, who is a trainer and a health coach. And she just has, we're going to have a great conversation about the food system in our country today, how we make our choices, how we live. And I'm just really super excited to give her this opportunity to really share her wealth of knowledge. Ingrid, thank you so much for joining me today. Allison, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. My story. Absolutely. So before we get into what we're going to talk about, tell my audience about you, your background, what brought you to the United States, and just the whole thing. I just think your story is pretty amazing in and of itself. Thanks. Okay. So um, for your audience, I'm originally from South Africa and um, was given an opportunity to come to America. My port of entry actually was Houston, Texas. And on arriving, I have to say I had never lived in a place where there was drive throughs and spent about a year going through every drive through I could find. I, it was an absolute win, and I had an absolute goal. <laughs> I just um, think that's funny. I just think that's really funny. But, Having grown up in this country, that that was such a unique experience for you, right? Beyond, that you could go through and get from burgers to fries to sodas to alcohol. I mean, whatever you wanted was available. Uh-huh. And um, one, one afternoon, I put my arm out the window in hot steamy Houston and thought whose fat arm is that and realized (laughs) and the end result of that year was a top weight of 203 pounds and I have to say you don't realize it's coming on you I mean the weight is coming on at all suddenly it's just there and happened to see my doctor who said if you don't do something about it you're going to be 300 pounds for the rest of your life and I freaked um, so started to look around for guidance and for help, and there was none. All that I could find were promises. Uh-huh. Have this pill, you can eat anything you want. Take this, you don't have to go to the gym, it'll just melt the fat away. Put this cream on, you'll get rid of your cellulite. Yeah. And I suddenly realized this is an industry of $3.8 billion. Yeah. And they're going to grow 2.9% this year alone. Yeah. But where to go for help? And I know that I'm not the only one out there that has no guidance or doesn't know where to begin or knows they need help, but where where and how. So a friend of mine gave me a gift to a personal trainer. I was almost 30, and I have to tell your listeners, I'd never walked into a gym before. So I know. And how, wait a minute, how old were you at that point, though? 
I came to America. I was 22. Okay. So you were mid to late twenties by the time you entered the gym. Okay. All right. Got it. I've never walked into the gym. I've never worked out. Um, So I want people to know that it's like, you have that opportunity. It's not about age or that you've done it all your life. You just need to make a decision that it's time. Yep. And you're ready to get healthy. So I I had a trainer. I walked into the gym. Uh, a little self-conscious, you see all these beautiful bodies, people are lifting weights, and you think, wow. But anyway, I met my trainer, she made it quite comfortable, and my movement journey began. Uh, I was a smoker at the time, and I was do, I do cardio just to get through the cravings, and it worked. I started taking small steps and um, started to love working out. Uh-huh. So you and, basically just started a little bit at a time, right? With your whole journey. Absolutely. It was one, maybe step at a time. I knew that if I took it all on, it would be Mm -hmm. so overwhelming. I think I would have probably stopped or quit. Mm -hmm. Um, But little increments were manageable and it felt good. So as a result of your journey, then you sort of made a decision at that point because you were working in another industry. You were in hospitality, right? Weren't you like working in the hotel industry? And so, and you decided at that point that you were going to make this your lifestyle and your career. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when I, South Africa, the food I was eating in South Africa is pretty much what we consider organic in this country. Uh So I I never had to think about it. But when I came to America and took a look around and saw American diet, it was like, oh, hell no. I was looking for a way to eat correctly and I was looking at bodybuilders and well, oh, hell no, that's also incredibly unhealthy. It was not the way to go. Uh So what, where to next? Anyway, I met another trainer in the gym and he was starting, he started to cook for me and he would deliver my meals to the gym and realized there was so much more to understand. And I put myself through a a holistic nutrition school Uh so that I could start to learn, you know, the food system, yeah. uh, your macros, your superfoods, your nutrients, your enzymes. Yeah. And my weight loss journey began. So yeah. I said my weight was 203. Yeah. It took me three years to lose 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it was slow. It was, I, I had to learn how it, how it worked, how my body worked and responded. Mm-hmm. But I started with water. Yeah. Uh, I think we all walk around dehydrated. Uh, Pretty much. Most people are dehydrated. That's scary. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's not scary because it's the truth, right? Yep. Yep. But people are, people are walking around craving and headaches and mood swings. And when I see that, I always start with, with my clients, I always start with water. Yeah. So that's where I began. Started up in water to get to half my body weight. Yeah. Um, Look, Alison, I'm not a fan of restrictions. Mm-hmm. And um, what was around me, I, mean, I think we live on the crazy train. Yeah. You know, it's like the information that's coming to people is intermittent fasting. Way to yeah. go. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go keto. No, no. Yeah. Let's do paleo. Oh, there's um, like so many different. It's like every day there seems like there's a new one. So let me let me stop you for just a moment because you yeah. talked about We're on the crazy train all the time. And I think that's a perfect way to describe, you know, not just the media obsession with, you know, food and pills and diet plans and all of that, which might work in the short term for some people. And look, 
I know people just like you do who have had really good success doing some of these plans that we're talking about. But the bottom line is, is that it's not super simple to do. And that's why so many people can't get long lasting results. So I would, you know, and I know you're really passionate about this. So I would really like to hear, first of all, how you define the crazy train of our food system, right? And number two, why do you think, in your opinion, why so many people don't see long lasting results? So, okay, so the crazy train really is all the promises and and the media that's coming at us. Which one to choose? Yeah. So people start with one and it doesn't really work or it's not sustainable. They can't go out with friends and they can't have that glass of wine, so they drop off and go on to the next. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, gone from keto to paleo to no dairy to gluten, now counting macros, but now we're on to bone broth. So what is, what is the right thing for you? What I found in my world is that I believe there's a place for every food group. I believe it needs to be balanced. I think you have to have intention with your food. What I see is the, the unconscious people that really have not taken time to figure out the food. Mm-hmm. And they're shoveling food into their mouth. If we look at the obesity and the diseases, the diabetes, heart disease. Yeah. Um, we're seeing more cancer than ever before. We're seeing autism more so now than ever before. What do we attribute that to? I really believe a lot of it is our food. Yeah. A lot of um, it is connected to how we feel our bodies. There's no question about it. And um, we're, a pill, we're a pill-popping country. So yeah. we, we want quick fixes. System yeah. Saying, take this. And you know, you need to do that. This is your ticket out of this disease. And people are taking that as license to keep going just the way they are as long as they take prescription medication. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they realize what that med is doing to their body. Well, I Uh, think too that because I think to just to piggyback on what you're saying about the, the crazy train mentality. Look, I really believe that uh, people want to do right by themselves every day. But I just think that, you know, there's so much information, you know, out there. There's so much media saturation on, you know, this plan and that plan and take this new supplement and this one and all. And it really depends on what the flavor of the month is, right? Depending Mm -hmm. on what is really talked about. And I just think for the average person, not only is it a lot to take in and digest, but it's even more difficult to make sense of it. So, you know, I'm just wondering right off the top of your head, like what simple little pieces of advice that you could offer people to help them kind of dissect, you know, the crazy train, you know, the crazy train that our information society is when it comes to how we decide to fuel our bodies. I want to say, first of all, there's no quick fix. Yeah. There's no quick <laughs> say it there's again. No quick, there's no <laughs> right? quick promise. And and these fast results plans are not gonna work. It may work for a minute, but if you're looking for sustainability and the population that I really work with, the baby boomers, we're now hitting a latter part of our years. Uh-huh. So how how do how do we manage lifestyle, travel, family, holidays? Without it interfering, I can't have this, I can't eat this. Mm-hmm. So I always say step back. I'm not a scientific foodie. I like to call myself the fit foodie. Yeah. But I really believe if you keep it simple, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually start adding healthful habits into your world. Yeah. So I always say start with water, 
my portion sizes are not weighed, but really come from from my hand. You know, the the, the size of your protein is about. Um, I'm not I'm not going for a competition, so I really just want to be healthy. Um, I don't count calories and I don't count macros. Mm-hmm. I pretty well eat an 80-20 plan. And what does that mean? 80% on track so that I do get to have that glass of wine if I want or do get to go out and eat with my friends so that life becomes normal mm-hmm. um, and that I can navigate my way through um, and still be healthful. The onslaught yeah. of my body on 20%, my body can manage, but 100% Let's say if we look at ingredients as Allison, we're seeing, uh, I want to say, petroleum. crazy things, crazy yeah. things. It's like if you can't pronounce it and you have no idea what it is, you probably don't need to be eating it, so. right? Yeah. And I always yeah, say and- shop, shop in the outskirts of the grocery store because that's where all the natural, healthy, yep. God-made food. Yeah, I agree. I usually say give the same piece of advice. It's just it's very interesting to watch people in the grocery store, depending on, you know, where you shop and when you go. I I certainly think there's some times, some days of the week and times during the day when um, there's probably more evidence, so to speak, for you to look at to where people are trying to figure out what they're buying. It's like I always enjoy watching people's behavior, you know, either in a restaurant or a bar or in a grocery store, because it's very interesting to watch how people make their choices, right? I see people reading labels and like, you can tell that their brain is like, what is this? Well, is this a good, is this something good for me to buy? Is this going to, you know, fix me or solve my problem or whatever? It's like, you just go to any grocery store and check out the vitamin aisle or the aisle where the protein bars and the energy bars are. It's like, you'll, you'll find all of your evidence if you're a health professional, you know, of everything that's wrong with how people make choices. So what are some easy tips that you could offer on reading labels? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so um, I know most people will pick up an item and look at the label and they look for calories, fat, mm-hmm. sugar, protein, and carbohydrates. That's yep. about it. Yeah. And it's all well and good. My advice is let's go down to the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the label is broken up into four pieces and ingredients is a, is a part of it. And start reading what it is. Most of it, if it's chemicals and there's more than five, it doesn't belong in your body. Uh-huh. Because the truth of it is your body doesn't know what to do with it. Your liver doesn't know how to break it down. Um, and so we see the obesity because it cycles around and lands up in your fat cells. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to tell my clients five, five ingredients is really what you're looking for. Most of them should be healthy, um, and you should be able to pronounce it. So if, you know, if, if it's a black bean can, um, it should be black beans and water and salt and things that you know what they are. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, I also say stay away from box and canned foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you you are healthier for it. Yeah. And if it's something you want, you want that's you know French fries. Um, make them yourself. You'll yeah. know what you're putting it in. You can yeah. bake it versus fries. Well, it's it's so funny what you're saying because it's when you talked about like food in a in a box versus food in a can. I mean. You know, I just, I think my rule of thumb is food in a box, food in a bag or food in a bucket is generally not like what you should be getting. Right. Mm -hmm. But that being said, it's like when you talked about this whole 80, 20 idea, you know, it's like 80% 
to me, is like the majority of the time. I think most people understand that. The majority of the time, this is what we do. So the other 20% is like for those occasions that we want to go out with friends or have a meal with our family or, you know, go out and have drinks with our friends and celebrate a birthday and have a piece of cake and whatever. So, you know, I just, I think the more that we can preach it from the housetops and the mountaintops that, you know, moderation is always a much better approach than being overly restrictive and, you know, obsessive when it comes to that. I mean, look, our health is something we should be obsessive about. Don't get me wrong. But, but I think at the end of the day, it's really about how we're making our choices and are we really being intentional about it? So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 an interesting thing with people because when a client comes to me, I always say, don't take away whatever it is, my glass of wine or yeah. don't take away um, my French fries. Yeah. Um, and I always try and say, I'm not taking away anything. What I like to show people is that when we eat food and we have a reaction, um, your body is telling you something. And we as a people have chosen to ignore that. So you eat something and you feel bloated or you feel gassy. Your body yeah. is talking to you. And yeah. we just go ahead and take an antacid or a gas X, which yeah. is poison to the body in itself, mm-hmm. and we think we solve the problem. Or we well, go to our doctor who gives you a prescription and we think we're, salt, we, we're healed and we're yeah. not. Well, I think and, you hit on something a few minutes ago that I just want to circle back to real quick. You said you were talking about don't take away my wine when you meet with a client or when you talk to somebody about what you do or some you're considering, somebody's considering working with you. Well, Ingrid, look, don't take away my dessert. I look forward to that. Don't take away my cocktail. Don't take away my wine. It's like, I think this right here is the bigger problem that we have to speak to as professionals. And I would love to get your, your input here is that, you know, people think, you know, I think it's a really sad day when we look at living a healthy, strong, empowered lifestyle as being restrictive, right? If people have to say, you know, don't take away my wine, you know, well, who says I'm taking away your wine? It's like people are obsessed with what they can't have, you know, and this leads to us overindulging and having one too many drinks or eating too much sugar or going for the gas X to use your word or, you know, something else because we just want to feel better. But instead of thinking about why are we doing this in the first place? Right. Well, exactly. I mean, it's the deprivation plan. No, yeah. it's a, 
if we can if we can just eliminate this and eliminate that, we'll we'll get there. And the truth yeah. of it is we don't. Yeah. Because that kind of deprivation or elimination, you sit at a table and someone is having a dessert, you don't you don't take a slither or a taste, you dive right into the cake. Uh-huh. And I think that when you don't put a, a, a an elimination on anything, but allow people to make choice. Uh-huh. Um, they do a better job because now they actually have to think about what they're putting into their bodies. Uh-huh. Um, so I try and teach you to check in with your own um, inventory, your hunger inventory. Are you really hungry? Are you just eating because of the sake of it? Uh-huh. Um, people talk about emotional eating, Alison. But yeah. we do. We all emotionally eat. We get together for a holiday. We get together for a birthday. We yes, are celebrating. It's, it's a lot of our culture, you know. Now in the United exactly. States, we kind of view that differently. We still enjoy getting together with with friends and family and celebrating with food. In other countries, it's like a pivotal piece of their culture. But you know, you go to any party or get together or event somewhere. Where are people hanging out? Where the food is. It's okay. it's become a social thing as much as it is anything else. And so if you are somebody that, you know, struggles with, you know, making good choices or tend to reach for the alcohol first before the water or, you know, are you know, you're not taking a moment to check in with yourself and say, am I really hungry or am I just eating this because That's I'm me. bored and everybody else is doing it? You know, I think that is really what we need to be talking about because, um, this is where I think so many people struggle. I think also that's where the wake up comes. So yeah. I like to say, if you're going to start, if you want to start being healthy, take a journal because you will be surprised. First of all, what you pop into your mouth that you're not aware of. You're feeding your kids. You walk through the kitchen. You grab something off a counter and you pop it in your mouth. You taste. It doesn't. You don't think about it as a meal or something yeah. you eat. And suddenly, at the end of the day, you've eaten twice as much as you planned. And I think that when you start to journal and you don't have to do it for a length of time, but it gets you into the rhythm of what am I eating? Am I hungry? And how does that food make me feel? Mm-hmm. Because I think when we start to feel better, mm-hmm. you make different choices. Yeah. Well, and I think too, when we're really challenging ourselves on what we're thinking around what we're eating, you know, it's a very okay. different scenario to be eating chips or a cookie or whatever at home because you're bored and you're watching TV and, you know, it just seems like the thing to do versus being out and about or doing something else, which is forcing you to think in a different way. And I think, you know, as human beings, we're creatures of habit. And so I think the more that we as professionals, that we can offer people different options and different strategies and really encourage people to make better choices for themselves. I mean, to me, that's really what self-care is all about. It's really. I was just going to say, there's the next, there's, there's yeah. the next step of it all. So I have people who said, how do you do it? Yeah. How do you stay on track? Yeah. And I would have to say that mindset, and I know it's a catchy phrase, but the way we talk about it is what yeah. are you thinking and believing about yeah. your health or about yeah. that meal? Because yeah. that will allow you to change how you think about something. Mm-hmm. And I think we live in a society where we believe there's only one way. Yeah. Only one one thought process is possible. Yeah. And I challenge people that there is more than one way. And you can yeah. think about it differently. Let's also, too, about giving yourself some grace, too. I think we're really hard on ourselves in this country. 
And I think that's where a lot of our mental anguish comes from. A lot of our, you know, the way we talk to ourselves, you know, why so many people kind of cycle on and off with a mindset that's actually serving them because we're, you know, so busy comparing ourselves, you know, at the end of the day, it's like the best place, the ultimate form of self-care, right? I mean, no pun intended. I know that's the name of my show, but the ultimate form of self-care is really learning to give ourselves grace and accept ourselves, you know, despite the fact that, oh, I cheated last night and I had the extra, you know, serving or I had the extra glass of wine or whatever. It's like, instead, why don't we think about it as, you know, I was having such a good time catching up with my friends that I indulged a little bit. And you know what? It was, it was okay because I can start again today. But I always say we don't call we don't we don't call ourselves bad or that yeah. I did something wrong yeah. or I cheated. Yeah. And I always say to my clients, if you have that slice of cake or that extra glass of wine, be sure you enjoy every bit of it. Yeah. Because yeah. Because when you eat with that intention or with that high vibe, your body will digest it, manage it, and you don't wait for Monday. Yeah, right back up tomorrow. Yeah, because we're really never behind. I think that's just that's a bullshit line that we tell ourselves. Well, I'm so Mm -hmm. behind. I'm so behind. I'm, you know, I should have started a long time ago. I'm so behind. Right. I mean, I think you can start any time. You know, I mean, you can start tomorrow. You can start today if you want to, or you can start tomorrow. But there's, you know, it's not. There's not a magic bullet. Right. Intention at the next meal. Right. And I think the other side of it is talking about self-care is the stress world we live in. Yeah. So I think that that sends us down a road of we shovel food in to feel better or to Uh de-stress, and I don't believe that's the way to do it. Yeah. And the other interesting thing is that when you are intolerant or sensitive to a food, that stressor internally works exactly like the outside stressor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like danger, cortisol, um, the body is tagging that as uh, toxic and dangerous, um, and we don't even think twice about it. Yeah. Um, well, we we're that. so busy. You know, we're really good as Americans to for you know just keeping going. You know, and I've had this conversation with other guests on this show too. That you know, it's almost like we're treated. We are we're looked at at like we have two heads. If we say, well, I'm taking today off or I'm going to quit work early or whatever. It's like there's this mentality that if we don't keep going, you know, that we're lazy and we're not productive and we don't care. And, you know, we're deadbeats or whatever, whatever words you use. So and this is, I think, another reason why people are not intentional about the choices they make as far as how they how they feel their bodies and just the decisions they make every day. It's also about how we live our lives. So I call, yeah. it, the helium, I call it the helium hand. You know, it's yeah. like anybody up for and yeah, I am. Can somebody pick up the kids? Yeah, sure, I can. And yeah. we, we we take on so much. Yeah, but that stress also sends you down the road of I'll grab a, a packet of uh, we call it crisps for chips. Yeah, yeah. Um, and wherever you look is refined carbohydrates. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, like you're eating eating poison if you ask. Yeah. Me. Yeah, so it's about practicing to well, say and, no. it's right. And I, I, right, I agree with you, but I mean, I'll just I'll just be the first to say, you know, I love having chips and salsa or chips and guac or whatever if I'm like in the mood for it. But I don't beat myself up because I do it because it's not my way of life every day. But um, but for, but I know, but for exactly, I was just going to say, there's my twenty percent, and I think yeah. that right then and there 
is a is a huge way to give yourself more freedom. If there's the grace, you, you know you you allow it and you enjoy it. Yep. So therefore you're away so you don't overindulge. When yep. we are unconscious, yep. we, we don't know when enough is. Yeah. And so we just keep going. Yeah. Um, and and for me, I mean, my rant on the food and the food system here is really about the obesity. I mean, you talked about the grocery store and I watch people and what they put in their cars. I know, I know. It's it's, it's, fried a, it's chicken and it's all this box. It's always food. interesting to watch people at checkout too. I always like and my just which diet coke was right. they choose. Or and you see to, people have like sugar cereals in their cart and ice cream and sodas and cookies uh-huh. and we're going into the you know, we're recording this late in 2022. So the holidays are, are here. So every time you go in the grocery store, there's like pastries and cookies and cakes and all because, you know, we 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 do a lot of eating around the holidays around here. Um, so it's just it, it's just always it's very interesting to look to look at what people are buying and how they're making their choices. I also think, you know, families are, don't like to be left behind. So if somebody's getting healthy and making better choices, you go to an event and Aunt Susie says, oh, you can have those potatoes with the with the cream. No, yeah. have a piece of cake. And you get cornered. Yeah, then the guilt, the guilt trip How many starts. times can right. I say no? And eventually I don't say no and I have it anyway. And yeah. there comes the negative chatter. Yeah. Um, so I really don't I advocate not to say I'm on this plan or I'm doing this. You just navigate your way quietly through it. Yeah. Uh, make your decision as to what what on that table you're going to indulge in this Christmas, this Thanksgiving, and choose that. Yeah. There's your 20% and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You can live life and be with family and still be healthful. Yeah. And from the table feeling good in your belly versus I got to open up my jeans because I can't breathe. And that's yeah, or it's like, you know, to, you know, b- before we wrap up, it's like, you know, the way to handle the crazy train, you know, which is kind of how we got started on, on this subject, yeah. you know, is to literally, you know, just choose well for you, right? The only thing, listen, we, we own, the only control we have is on what we choose, what we feel, and what we think. Yep. Uh, and I think we try and manage everybody out there as well. Yeah. And, and it's a vicious cycle. So, yep. Forget about that. Focus on yourself and where your line is. Yeah. Notice what foods do to you or drink does to you. Um, find the best that you feel the best and move forward. Yeah. No, um, I love that. I love I love every, that because it's just it's very simple. You know, it's, it's just very you simple. Have habits, one baby step at yep. a time. When they yep. feel comfortable, we add the next. You didn't get here in a day. You're not getting out of here in a day. It is a process. And as I say, health is a lifestyle. It's not a binge. Yeah. No, I love that. It's a journey. It's just a journey. And uh, we can't binge ourselves healthy. So let's say someone out there is listening. Um, And I know people out there are listening. But, and I know, but because this is the, what we're talking about is what people ask me about all, one of the things people ask me about all the time. But because of the fact that everything, there's so much information, there's so much out there, it can be really tough for somebody who's listening that really wants to get on the health train for next year, you know, or really wants to figure out a way that they can do something different now. What would you, what would you tell them as far as what they could start with today? I would say, first of all, simple is 
the word for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, if you're not a water drinker, let's start adding water and wake up and have a glass of water. 30 minutes before you eat, have a glass of water. You're already ahead of the game. I would. I like to always start with movement, and it's not necessarily walking into a gym and lifting weights, but moving. Take a walk around the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the last 10 minutes of a few hours in the day and do some squats at your sink or some push-ups in your bathroom. Stand on one leg. Once you start to move your body and you feel that, you will find, and you're hydrating, food becomes an easier choice yeah. because you're already doing something. When I mean, people can feel something in their bodies, mm-hmm. saying no or not for me right now is easier to do. Yeah, so don't no, do it all in one, one go. So I would say have an extra glass of water and three or four times a week walk around the block, put movement in every day. Yeah, and movement can be like taking extra steps. It can mean, you know, carrying groceries. It can mean getting up from your desk, you know, you know, set a timer on your phone and get up from your desk like for five minutes at a, at a time every hour. You know, it's like it doesn't have to be big, grand things. It's not big, grand things. And that's why I think people get it all wrong. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's easy, really. Yep. Um, and, and the last piece I'd add is accountability. Yeah. Sometimes we just can't do it on our own. Yeah. Um, it's really okay, but no, be aware of that so that you can ask for help. Yeah. And that is, I think, the ultimate part of self-care. Yeah. Is being able to ask for the help that you need. Yeah. Look, I've had a personal trainer most of my life. I do work out on my own. You train me. Mm-hmm. But I am aware that I need that extra. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. We do so much better with support. It's just the bottom line. We just yeah. do. Yeah. So, Those would be my beginning tips. And then also to pick a practice, a self-care. And it could be 10 minutes outside in the fresh air breathing. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be big, expansive. You know, you've got to meditate two times a day. Um, I'm not a journal, but I've started to journal. And I'm finding that it changes my day, puts focus in my day. I'm able to set an attention for my day. Mm -hmm. So, Pick one practice yeah. where you get to be supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're pulling it all together. Yeah. So uh, I love how you put that. It's like drink more water. So we're feeling our body. Walk around the block, take extra steps. We're moving our body. And, yeah. you know, practicing some deep breathing, getting outside in nature, giving ourselves a chance to de-stress. So we're looking after our mind mm-hmm. too. It's like a full body Full body check-in really is like very simple. And that's something anyone can start with today. Yeah, I love it. Ingrid, where? Tell people, tell my audience where people can find you. Uh, In San Diego. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you live Uh, in San Diego. I think I walked into that one. So I know uh, you have a fabulous free gift for my audience, but I also know that um, you're all over social media. Just just share where people can connect with you. Okay, so um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um, Ingrid Sanger, you can find me right there. And I'm sure, Alison, you're going to drop that somewhere. In- yeah, everything, all her, all your socials are in, yeah. the, um, in the show notes. So um, I've got a great website, choosewellcoaching.com. They can find me there. Um, and right now I'm actually doing a great six-month offer, just personal training and accountability, because I'm hearing people. I don't know how to get on track. Should I wait for January? And I, I'm saying, no, let's get you going. Let's yep. get you working out. Yep. Um, so that's that's also all over social media. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And I know you have a free gift that you want to offer too. So tell us about well, that. I had to think long and hard as to what, to what to put out there for your audience. And after all that we've talked about, what I've done is um, it's almost like a tracking system. Where are you in your house? Uh-huh. And you take a look. It's There's 10 sections um, all on, you know, movement and healthcare and food. But that way you get to see sort of what's dipping, where the gaps are for you, mm-hmm. where you should begin. Mm-hmm. So that's your that's your ebook, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So you can find that in the show notes as well. And that's completely free for anyone out there listening. You can download that, save it to your phone, download it to your computer, your tablet, whatever, and just use that as kind of a, re- a reference point. So mm-hmm. if you're really stuck and you're wondering where to begin, that's a great place to start. And then I would really encourage you to reach out and have a conversation with Ingrid. Anything else before we wrap up? No, just uh, health is important. It's it, our bodies are the only house we live in. Don't yep. don't don't let them don't let it like frazzle out. Yeah, need it. So yeah, don't tear it down. Right. It's, it's it's so important. And if I can help in any way to support people, um, talk to someone. If it's not me, there is help out there. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah. Don't no, I love that. Own, don't sit on the sidelines. Look, I think we're all aging. How we age, we get to choose is mm-hmm. really important. Yes. Um, and do it healthfully. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like we can do it on our terms and our own way. Right. And it's really never too late. I guess that's the other thing I really want to emphasize is that no matter how old you are, no matter where you've been, you can always start. You can start today, you know, the next meal to use your word or tomorrow, but don't wait. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Thank you so much for being here today, Ingrid. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Allison. Thanks for having me. This is great. No problem. No problem. This is what we do here. So again, if anyone out there is listening, please reach out to Ingrid that wants to connect with her. You'll find all of her uh, socials, her links, her free ebook is all in the show notes here. I would recommend that you get your hands on that sooner rather than later. Um, you know, regardless of where you are in your health journey, it's always a good time to check in and just take inventory of where you are. So and like we've like we've talked about today, it's really never too late to begin. So um okay, your own detective, Alice. Yeah, Who's absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's like I said, we're recording this late in 2022. So if you're thinking about what you want to accomplish in 2023 for yourself, I want to really encourage you to think about joining me on a retreat. We've got lots of retreat experiences planned for 2023. We're going to Savannah, Georgia. We're going back to Key West. We go there every May. Um, We're going to be headed to the Caribbean probably next November. We're going to be going to St. Lucia. And in January, toward the end of January, um, we're going to be going back to Jamaica for a three and a half day mini winter escape. So if any of that interests you, that's a great way to kind of help you get a reset, but also to help you get really clear on what your goals are and some really easy, actionable things that you can put into your daily life so that you actually have a real plan that you can do when you get home. I mean, this isn't just an opportunity to you know, sleep in and have cocktails by the pool every day, we're really going to focus on getting things the way that you want them. So you basically can just implement everything when you get home. And the other thing is, is that you're not alone doing it. You'll have plenty of support. Plus it's fun. I mean, who, who loves to get away and go to a different place and just kind of, you know, decompress, right? This is exactly what we do on retreat. So please reach out to me. You can check my website out, www.theallisonk.com. We have an entire page devoted just to where we're headed, 
And then also future trips as well. So you can um, you can also reach out to me and get on the waiting list. We're going to be announcing our 2024 New Zealand adventure probably right after Christmas. And that will be in February of 2024 that we'll be going to the other side of the planet, literally. Before I sign off, I just want to thank you for all of your support, for always listening, for tuning in, for sharing um, all of these episodes with people that you really think need to hear them. That's exactly why I do this every single week. We're heard all over the world. We have, you know, thousands of people following us. Um, and every week I love getting messages from you. So if what we talked about today really resonates with you, feel free to drop me a DM. You can find me on social media, um, on Facebook. I'm the Allison K on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, or you can actually just send me a note right from my website. That's www.theallisonk.com. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. Mm-hmm.